Hello everybody, my name is Sibu Siso and I welcome you to this episode of the weekly Bible teaching. Today we take a look at the subject, why it was necessary for Jesus to ascend to heaven. Well, this one is going to be very interesting. Without any further ado, let's go. After he had finished his work on the cross and died for us and for our sins, he resurrected, spent about 40 days preaching the glad tidings of the kingdom, making appearances to his disciples. And after that, the Bible tells us that he ascended in the midst of 500 people at once. In Mark chapter 16, verse 19, the Bible says, So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up to heaven and sat on the right hand of God. In John chapter 17, verse 5, the Bible says, And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. This is now the Lord praying this prayer. He had finished his work. He had accomplished the work he had come to do on earth, and now he was ready to take his glory back. Now, I want us to get into reasons as to why the Lord had to ascend to heaven. Because there are some benefits that we would never have received had the Lord Jesus not gone back to heaven. So the number one reason is Jesus ascended up to heaven to send us the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 16, verse 7, the Bible says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Another parallel scripture is John chapter 14, verse 16, where the Bible reads, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. As already read in the two passages that we have just read now, we are noticing that the Lord Jesus said that the advantage of him going up to heaven was that he was going to send us the comforter, the helper, the intercessor, the strengthener, the standby, the teacher, the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of truth. So we all know that 120 people were gathered in an upper room in Jerusalem, waiting for the promise of the spirit, because the Lord had given them a promise. He said, tarry ye here in Jerusalem, for ye shall be endued with power from on high, not many days hence after. So we find these 120 waiting for the promise. And the Bible says that they were gathered in one accord. It was not because they were in one accord that the Holy Spirit came. Because we have a tendency to say that it was because they were in one accord. Yes, it is important for us to walk in unity and to be in one accord. But it was not their one accordness that brought the power of God. Or that brought the Spirit down. It was because Jesus prayed. John 14 verse 16 is very clear. He said, I will pray the Father and he will send you another comforter. The helper, the Holy Spirit that he may abide with you forever. So it was the prayer of Jesus. 
It was because Jesus entered into heaven and had been there to pray with the Father that the Holy Spirit should be sent forth. It was not our prayer or our doing, but it is the prayer of Jesus. Because Jesus is the only baptizer in the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit being poured out is a work of grace. It has nothing to do with our works. It has nothing to do with anything that we can play on our part. But it all has to do with a gift that God had promised that he would send. So when the Holy Spirit was poured out, the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit brought different gifts and administrations. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, from verse 7 to verse 11, we speak about spiritual gifts, or what the Bible refers to as manifestation gifts. Because according to the scriptures, the Bible says, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one to profit all. For to one is given by the, word of, by the Spirit the word of wisdom, through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge, through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So you see, if Jesus had not ascended to heaven, we would never have received the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead would not have been sent. So we must understand that that is the first reason, that Jesus had to ascend to, to send us the Holy Spirit. And if the Holy Spirit had not been sent, you and I today would not be operating in the nine gifts of the Spirit. We would not be operating in healings, in gifts of healings. We'd not be operating in working of miracles. We'd not be operating in faith by the same Spirit. You know, we'd not be operating in prophecy, in discerning of spirits, in different kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. You see, we would not operate in the manifestation of gifts. But it was because our Lord Jesus Christ ascended and prayed the Father that he should send the Holy Spirit, that such a promise came to pass. So we must thank God for Jesus. Another kind of gift that Jesus gave us is what we call ascension gifts. It is also what is known as the fivefold ministry. In the book of Ephesians chapter 4, as you give some reading to the scriptures, you will notice our Lord Jesus speaking about these kinds of gifts, known as ascension or ministry gifts. In Ephesians chapter 4, the Bible says that he gave us all these gifts. You know, he gave us gifts of pastors, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, for the work of the ministry, you know, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry and to edify the body of Christ. So if Jesus had not ascended to heaven, we would not have received this. Because according to Ephesians chapter 4, the Bible says that when he ascended on high, he gave gifts to men. So these ascension gifts would not have come if Jesus had not ascended to heaven. You and I today would not be in the ministry. You would not be an apostle. You would not be a prophet. You would not be a teacher. You would not be an evangelist. You would not be a pastor. Had not Jesus ascended to heaven, none of us would be in the ministry today. Because remember, all these five you know, um, ministry gifts were in Jesus. Jesus 
was an apostle. He was a prophet. He was a teacher. He was an evangelist and a pastor. All these were embodied fully in him. So when he ascended on high, he began to distribute various gifts and various, you know, anointings, you know, distributing them to the body of Christ according to the needs that the people of God are going to have. To some he gave apostles, to some prophets, to some teachers, to some evangelists, to some pastors for the sole purpose of equipping the saints for the work of the ministry, to perfect the saints, he gave us these ascension gifts. So we must thank God for Jesus. It is such a privilege. If you're a pastor, or an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, an evangelist, or any person or a child of God, be grateful. If you have been given a ministry, if you've been given an assignment by God, take it as a matter of privilege because it is God through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave you such a privilege and put you in the ministry. You must thank God for that every day because it is the works of Jesus' ascension. In the book of Luke chapter 19, verse 13, the Bible says, He called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. Let me tell you something. The reason Jesus gave us all these gifts was that you and I should be his heavenly delegates who would carry out his assignment through the help of the Holy Spirit that he has imparted upon our lives. So the reason the Holy Spirit was poured out was to empower us to carry out that which our Lord Jesus Christ left us to do. He said, occupy till I come. So the talents that are being spoken about in Luke 19 basically are not really uh, representing money as in monetary terms. As much as we know that it was monetary terms in, you know, in application of that particular parable. If we were to interpret it literally, it meant money. But if we were to interpret it figuratively, the figurative meaning is that the Lord Jesus gave us these gifts. He gave us ascension gifts. He gave us also the fivefold ministry. And he said, occupy till I come. So when he comes back, the Lord Jesus is going to come back to gather stock. He's going to come back to settle accounts, to find out what did we do with the investment that he put in each one and every one of us. So you and I today who are in the ministry, who are operating with the gifts of the Lord are going to one day give account with what we did, with what he gave us when he ascended on high. The second reason why our Lord Jesus Christ ascended to heaven was he had to continue his reign as king on the throne of his eternal and spiritual kingdom. In Acts chapter 2 verse 32 to verse 36, the Bible says God has raised this Jesus to life and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool of your feet. Therefore let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. Hallelujah. 
If you remember when he was brought before Pilate one day, Pilate thought he had the power to crucify Jesus because he said to him, I have power to liberate you and I have also power to incarcerate you. But Jesus said to him, listen here, no, you do not have power over me. You know, it has been handed over to you by my father. And then he told him, he said, I am a king. And if it were in my, in my own volition, because I do not want to do so, I would call a legion of angels and my army would be delivered from my spiritual kingdom and would come here and defend me. But because the father wants this to be done, let it be so. So what was Jesus saying? He was basically saying that he is a king, not of this world, but a king of a spiritual kingdom. He was talking about the heavenly kingdom. Hallelujah. So when the Lord Jesus Christ finished the work on the cross, the Bible says that the father restored him back to glory. He said, now sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. In Daniel chapter 7, verse 13 to 14, the Bible says, I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom, the one which shall not be destroyed. Do you see this? Daniel saw a vision where the Son of Man was brought before the Ancient of Days. That Ancient of Days is God the Father. The Son of Man is Jesus. And the Bible says to Jesus was given authority and power to reign. Dominion was given upon Jesus to reign upon all peoples, nations, languages, and that every knee and every tongue confess, every knee bow before him, every tongue confess him that he's Lord. So you see, that is why Jesus had to return to heaven to take back his place of authority and power as ruler of the entire universe. That's why Philippians chapter 2 says that, you know, Wherefore the Father has highly exalted him and given him a name above all names. That at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, that's why he had to ascend. He ascended to take back his rulership and authority. That's why he had to ascend. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 25, the Bible says, For he must reign until he has made all his enemies his footstool. He must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. And guess what? We are reigning with him. If Jesus did not ascend to heaven, you and I today would not be seated with him in heavenly places in Christ. That's why the Bible says in Ephesians that you and I have been raised together with Christ and are now seated with him in the heavenly places far above all principalities, far above all powers, far above all authorities and dominions. We are seated with him. We have a spiritual location from which we operate from. We operate from where he operates. We are seated with him in heavenly places. We are above all principality and rule. We reign in Christ and reign with Christ. Praise the Lord. So that is why the Lord had to 
ascend up to heaven to take back his dominion and authority as the king of kings and the lord of lords. He must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. So the Lord Jesus is reigning right now. He's reigning in heaven. He's reigning on earth. He's reigning under the earth. He's reigning all throughout the entire universe. Oh, glory to Jesus. Glory to the Lord.